This is the World in Brief from The Economist. Our top stories. America's House of Representatives averted a partial government shutdown by passing a $1.7 trillion spending bill, which includes $45 billion in further aid to Ukraine. President Joe Biden is expected to sign the bill in the coming days. Lawmakers rushed to get the legislation through before midnight on Friday when current funding for federal agencies was due to run out. Three people were killed and several injured by a gunman who opened fire in central Paris. Witnesses said the attacker seemed to be targeting a Kurdish community center. One suspect, aged 69, was detained by police. The man had previously been arrested for attacking tents in a migrant camp. Gérald Damanin, the interior minister, said that the gunman was, quote, clearly targeting foreigners. Russia may cut oil output by up to 7% in early 2023, said Alexander Novak, a deputy prime minister. This month, the EU, the G7, and Australia imposed a $60 a barrel price cap on Russian seaborne oil. But Mr. Novak said that Russia had diversified its buyers and would not sell to any country that applied the cap. The committee investigating the assault on America's capital in 2021 released its final report, blaming the attack on one man, Donald Trump. The former president is accused of carrying out a multi-part plan to overturn the 2020 presidential election. The report's release is the culmination of an 18-month-long investigation and comes days after the committee recommended that Mr. Trump be charged with federal crimes. Inflation in Japan rose to a four-decade high in November. The Core Consumer Price Index, which excludes food prices, increased by 3.7% year-on-year, well above the Bank of Japan's target of 2%. Meanwhile, on Friday, the cabinet approved a budget that will increase defense spending by $51.4 billion in 2023, amid rising threats from China, North Korea, and Russia. Meta, Facebook's parent company, agreed to pay $725 million to settle a class-action lawsuit in America, which accused the social media platform of allowing third parties, including Cambridge Analytica, a British consultancy, to access users' data. The plaintiff's lawyer said the settlement is the largest ever obtained in a data privacy class-action suit in America. The settlement still needs to be approved by a federal judge in San Francisco. More than one million Americans were left without power as huge swaths of the country, particularly the Midwest and Northeast, battled Arctic temperatures, high winds, snow, and heavy rain. Meteorologists said the winter storm had developed into a, quote, bomb cyclone, a storm that rapidly intensifies, over the Great Lakes region. Thousands of flights were canceled. And word of the week, Sabode meaning three knives in Wenzhenese, referring to the industries in which people from Wenzhou have made their mark on Europe. Owing to the Christmas holiday, the next audio edition of The World in Brief will be published on Monday morning, U.S. Eastern Time. Until then, please check the Espresso or Economist apps for the latest news. And now, here's a deeper look at the day ahead. Our Books of the Year This week, we are looking back on 2022. Today, culture. Confidence Man, a chronicle of the life and lies of the 45th President of the United States 
From Outer Borough Brat to White House Bully was one of our favorite books of 2022, as was The Age of the Strongman, also about Donald Trump as well as his contemporaries, including Xi Jinping and Mohammed bin Salman. In business, try Money Men, Dan McCrum's dramatic story of the demise of Wirecard, once one of Europe's brightest tech stars. Or pick up Chip War, a timely guide to semiconductors that detail the economic, geopolitical, and technological forces shaping an essential industry. For lighter fare, 2022 offered some illuminating biographies, including one on Agatha Christie. Alternatively, tuck into some fiction, such as The Candy House, a novel about what humans lose in offering up their private lives to algorithms that mine them for profit, a kind of 21st century Middlemarch. For more recommendations, you can read the full article at Economist.com. The Best of Film and TV in 2022 The best television of 2022 included series about chefs, comedians, and washed-up spies. In the third season of Barry, Bill Hader plays an assassin who takes up amateur dramatics. Slow Horses, a welcome addition to the well-trodden genre of British espionage dramas, mixes serious stakes with cynical humor. And The Bear depicts the gulf between the hierarchical world of haute cuisine and a disorderly sandwich shop in Chicago, to which the protagonist returns after his brother's death. Our favorite films are similarly varied. Some Hollywood blockbusters were a delight. Everything Everywhere All at Once was an ambitious, unpredictable sci-fi kung fu action comedy. But RRR, a Telengu-language epic, proved to audiences around the world that Indian films could be as action-packed, entertaining, and excessive as anything produced in Los Angeles. Our full list also includes French, Iranian, Irish, and Swedish movies. Viral Sauces and Ukrainian Desserts 2022's Recipes The Book of Ecclesiastes says that, quote, there is no new thing under the sun. That remains largely true in the kitchen, but modern chefs have something that cooks of old did not, social media. Many people turn to TikTok, a video-sharing app for food hacks and similar recipe-like instructions. This year, pink sauce, a concoction containing dragon fruit, garlic, lemon juice, and milk, became popular. Then allegations emerged that bottles of the stuff blew up in transit and lacked proper preservatives. It is a reminder that recipes can start out viral and end up bacterial. Still, microbes are not always an enemy. In Japan, koji, a mold grown on cooked grains, has been used for centuries to make miso. Its popularity has recently grown, and koji alchemy, rediscovering the magic of mold-based fermentation released in 2022, offered an extensive guide. Elsewhere, Russia's invasion sparked justified interest in Ukrainian culture, including its diverse and unique cuisine. Alia Hercules, a Ukrainian chef, has an enticing recipe for a wintry day, poppy seed strudel studded with nuts and apples. The Best Podcasts of 2022 Some of our favorite podcasts this year had a common theme, American democracy. The Run-Up a show by the New York Times was a clear-eyed reflection on America's recent political history ahead of the midterm elections. Will B. Wild asked what drew rioters to the Capitol building on January 6, 2021. Other standouts looked at less well-trodden stories. Wild Boys detailed the intriguing tale of two emaciated boys who walked out of a forest in British Columbia in 2003. 
They had grown up among the trees, they said, largely untouched by civilization. Can I Tell You a Secret is just as gripping but far more chilling. It told the story of Matthew Hardy, a British cyberstalker who harassed at least 62 women yet was not convicted for more than a decade. Our full list of recommendations includes shows about climate change in Miami and an exploration of why people host dinner parties. Finally, here's the quote of the day from Harold Pinter, who died on this day in 2008. Language is actually employed to keep thought at bay. That's the World in Brief from The Economist, available three times every day of the week. You can also hear interviews and analysis from our journalists, including our current affairs podcast, The Intelligence, on your podcast app. And subscribers to The Economist have access to each week's full edition in audio. Just download The Economist app to start listening. <laughs>